Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here we go. With three seconds left. The snap is down. Tyler Bass, the kick is up. The kick is good. The clock says zero. The Bills have won it in Baltimore. The Bills came from 17 points down to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Unbelievable. Welcome into the nightcap. I am Evan DePasquale. I am in for Zach Jones. He will be back tomorrow. But uh, like Murph said, unbelievable. I, I There are no words that I can put into it. Um, it was It was a crazy game, honestly. Looking at it from start to finish, the Bills just looked like garbage all in the first half, and all of a sudden, just boom, this second half offense comes alive, and that's really what this team has been this entire season, has been a second half team. Have not There have been games where they haven't come out well in the first half, like in the first game of the season when they were tied 10-10, had two turnovers, and lo and behold, they beat the defending Super Bowl champions by 21 points. I I was looking at this game, and I was like, this is the Bills of years past. The drought Bills, the Bills that will, you know, give a have a three and out, and then when the other team gets the ball, the... Nobody could stop them, but that didn't happen. That 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 basically changed my mind. That this is now of bills of years. Now we're not talking about the bills of years past, where they would basically, if they were down by seventeen, they would just throw in the towel. Game over. We'll just look at next week. But this isn't. The the new, the old Bills, I should say, excuse me. This is the new Bills. And if you want to chime in on your on the conversation, you can go to my Twitter at EvanDepot2, E-V-A-N-D-I-P-O-2. And what were your biggest takeaways from the Bills' comeback win over the Ravens? By the way, this is the biggest comeback that the Bills have overcome since the comeback against the New England Patriots in 2011 week three that was the the game where Fitzpatrick and uh went off with Fred Jackson and Brady throwing four or five interceptions just absolutely great and then ending that long playoff drought in against the Patriots but what I look at it with 
with my biggest key or the biggest takeaway is we can now stop about the whole, oh, the Bills can't win close games, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. I, I think that they just shut down all of that. They were down by 17, and, I mean, it probably could have been worse, let's be honest. And they came in, and they just basically, somehow they came in and just played really well. And I I can't be more proud to say that I am a Buffalo Bills fan. They they definitely, they showed they showed what they got. And that's what I, I like the most. And at coming out after that, coming out in, uh, before halftime, going down the field and scoring a touchdown, that was like so important. You were down by, you were down by 17 and to cut that lead from 17 to 10, that just made that whole thing just look so much easier you had no no problem of thinking that the Bills could win this game. And they did win the game. And let me tell you, it was great. Um, again, uh, I can't take phone calls today just because it's just me in here and I'd had to stop the show. So tweet at me. Evan Depot 2, what were your biggest takeaways from the Bills' comeback win over the Baltimore Ravens yesterday? And... Before even the show started, I saw that Kenny Pickett is going to be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers going forward, and Mitchell Trubisky is basically, he got benched in just a horrific performance against the New York Jets, and then Kenny Pickett came in and he had, I think he had a rushing touchdown in the game, but you're putting a rookie in against this defense, the second best deep, the well, actually, no, ranked number one, I believe, in the NFL in total defense, and you're putting a rookie in on the road in this environment. Now, if this was in Pittsburgh, I think that I'd feel a little bit better about it if I were a Steeler fan, but you got Kenny Pickett in there going up against the that scary Bills defense, I mean, you just have a lot. Like, it, I, this is going to be a bloodbath, I think. Because you got a rookie who doesn't know how to play against a Von Miller or a Tremaine Edmonds or a Matt Milano. It's going to be interesting. But the, back to my point about what were your biggest takeaways from the game, I think clock management was huge. We talk about with clock management and how even with 13 seconds, how we did not manage the clock better. We probably should have left no time on the clock for Patrick Mahomes, <coughs> excuse me, um, to be just in in the situation that he was in. And I think that, man, it was just, it was just, played out perfectly working the clock so well that one the drive that ended at the half that ended up scoring the touchdown took a minute and 47 off the clock and left nine seconds left on the clock and then they were just left with well we got to kneel the ball down and that's the game but 
And and they did. They drove down the field. There were some fourth down conversions and doing it in the rain, in the wind. Uh they they played they played great. And I thought that it was that's exactly what you needed. And then to top it off at the end of the game, I literally said as soon as they got the ball uh after the Jordan Poyer interception, well I'll get to in a sec. Four minute offense. That's what it is. You gotta have a four minute offense and just drive down the field, you know, don't leave as a lot of time for Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson will slice you with a knife and he will just he'll he'll pick you apart like he did in the first half. Now I'm not saying that if the Bills had scored earlier or on the play where Singletary falls down which bravo, great play by Devin Singletary to know that they were going to try and let him score. I mean, he ends up getting tackled, but either way, he was just going to sit down and fall. He was not going to go in the end zone because they knew at the time that you got an MVP caliber, well, an MVP and possible two-time MVP caliber quarterback in in your disposal. And, I mean, I don't want to say that he had dominated the Bills defense, but in the first half, it sure darn looked like it. It looked like that man, this was going to be a big ask. And they took it down to one second, and that's how they won the game. And I will say that 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 is the biggest thing was clock management, was just to see how McDermott would respond. He And he did a great job. He did a great job on just making sure that we had, you had all three timeouts and just working just just working down the field and that's like when you get the ball with 4 minutes left it you you're not in your 2 minute offense you're not rushing to the line of scrimmage possibly spiking the ball and i think that just what they what they did was absolutely incredible they they played lights out and you know i it was definitely a real thing to enjoy was just watching just watching them be able to come back like the adversity that you probably had to go through to be able to you know not only be like oh yeah we're down by 17 points but we're still in this we're still the better team and uh they had they had a terrible First half, it was bad, but they came out and they played really, really well. And, you know, that that's like the thing that I've noticed so far in this Bills uh, season. They've given up no points in the third quarter, and they've only given up seven points in a half. They shut out the defending Super Bowl champion Rams on opening night. Because it was 10-10 and the final score was 31-10. They shut out the Titans as they scored in their first drive. And then obviously in uh in the Dolphins game, you have you know, they score a touchdown in like the fourth quarter, and that ends up propelling them to score a touchdown. And it was the first one that they scored 
in the second half against the Bills, and then you do it again. You do it again this against the Baltimore Ravens and a team that is really, really good. These This is not like some... This is not the Jacksonville Jaguars or um, the Houston Texans. The Jaguars have actually been doing pretty well, so I think it would be better if you say the Houston Texans. But I I think that th- this wasn't like you were going up against a bad quarterback. You were going up against a guy who can really run out of the pocket and take off with his legs if he needs to, and who also has a really good arm. And we've seen that so far in the, he won AFC offensive player of the month. So it's not like that. He is a bad player and just man, what a, what a great way to finish it off by your defense. And that's, that's who I want to get to is the defense is again, I wonder who will be the cornerback two once Tredavious White comes back. He's now officially able to practice with the team after being on um, pop with his torn ACL. Is he going to be back for Kansas City? That's where I would. That's like my dream scenario is him to be back for Kansas City. But obviously the Bills don't want to rush it, and I totally get it. And he might not play till the Packers after the bye week. That's like what a lot of people have been looking at. But in this scenario, I would love it if you got you got uh Tredavious White against a you know a what looked like an unstoppable offense that went that went toe to toe with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, put up forty one points. Fantasy team didn't do well. With uh, I had the Tampa Bay defense starting, Ugh. but I think that if you can get Tre'Davious White back, I think that you have a much more legitimate shot at beating the Chiefs. You've proved it already. You've proved that you could beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead in the regular season. We just now need to see in the postseason. Um, I I I wonder who the number two corner is going to be. I was like thinking, okay, it's probably going to be Kyer Elam because. Obviously, Christian Benford broke his hand and he had surgery and Dane Jackson had the neck problem. But no, Dane Jackson was on the field yesterday. Who would have thought that? I certainly didn't. I did not think that I would have expected Dane Jackson after being taken off the field via ambulance would be back and playing two weeks later. Especially even, not even two weeks, because they played on a Monday. He got hurt on Monday. He was back, not the next Sunday, but the Sunday after. That's just, that just boggles my mind. And that that really proved that maybe, maybe at the time it might have been serious. I don't know. He obviously, thank God, it wasn't as serious. And he was able to come back and play and really help this defense. But I don't know who will be the number two corner. Cause obviously you're not going to make Tredavious white, not be your number one, but who's going to be your number two. It probably will be Dane Jackson. I don't know what's left on his contract. 
Um, I probably should have looked that up. But I think that if you're looking at it, you got Dane Jackson, who is a a solid number two corner. He's like it's like with uh, Levi Wallace, you know, a a number two corner that is really good, and I think that it can it, it leads to wonder now that you got Kyer Elam, are you going to look to maybe trade Dane Jackson? Probably not because there he's he's got such a great upside, but also you have to think about with. Um, now you got, you spent a first round asset on Kyer Elam because you knew that cornerback was going to be your biggest problem. But now that you look at it is, is cornerback really the biggest problem now? I think now wide receiver is, and that's why I think that they should sign Odell, which I'll get to in a sec, but one person I wanted to mention, and I mentioned him earlier, Jordan Poyer is the best safety in the NFL right now. He is the best safety. Having four interceptions is just incredible. I think about, you know, he had an interception in the first game. He had an interception in the Tennessee game. He obviously didn't play against Miami. And maybe if Poyer did play, maybe the Bills would have beaten the Dolphins or they wouldn't have had that big play to waddle over the top. But that right there shows me that the that this is really a team that, man, they just look unstoppable right now. I'm not going to predict that they're going to go undefeated the rest of the season because it's just not. Honestly, even though I was ups- a little upset that they lost to the Dolphins, I was kind of happy about it because now we don't have to have this stigma with Bills fans thinking like, are we going to be the first team that goes 17-0 and in the regular season and possibly be win the Super Bowl and be the first team to go, what, 20-0 and it would be? Yeah. I I just don't. I just don't think that we'll get to that point. I think that it is really, it, it, it will, we'll see some losses, you know, we've got injuries, but what I wanted to get to is Jordan Poyer. He, in my opinion, needs to get paid. And I I think that that is what you have to do is pay him because he is a big asset for your team and, you know, I don't know if I don't know if uh, Micah Hyde is going to come back next year. He did have the herniated disc. Said that heard it went well, um, but you know, I think that now. But you also have another guy in Tremaine Edmonds that you'll have to pay too. So this is this is the hard part about being a good football team is that you can't really have that. You can't keep everybody. Now, are you going to find another Jordan Poyer or are you going to find another Tremaine Edmonds? I don't know. But I think that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Poyer gets re-signed. I think that Jordan Poyer hopefully will, like, retire as a Bill. 
who knows but that that's what i took away from it like and the fact that the the interception that poyer got the second one he was literally probably 10 yards away from where that ball was thrown and then once he sees that i i can't remember who it was sees that he is open i would be just i would honestly think that you know he he should he he literally should be the AFC defensive player of the week i think he will two interceptions come on so all right but i i wish i could get to more but you know what i'll take i'll take all this time i got so uh thank you all for listening tonight um again if i ever do this again you can uh tweet at me at evan depot 2 dipo2 and um we'll 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 see what happens okay monday night football tonight and ravens at 49ers we'll get you there and then obviously at uh, six o'clock will be howard and jeremy and followed by the extra point show then sabers live one bills live uh then chopin the bulldog at three and um and then uh sabers uh looks like columbus or, or the the sabers another preseason game for the sabers let's just say that um thanks for listening everybody evan Pasquale. have a good night t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.